Hey everyone, it's Steve-O from Not Another Bee Horrorcast, and you're listening to another great production on the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Welcome to episode 96 of Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast. It's time for another adventure in the world of Pokemon. I'm your host, Doug, and I'm Team Terror Raid, because today we're talking about some of our favorite and least favorite things about Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. Of course, Victory Road is a production of the Four-Eyed Radio Network and is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustration and design to fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. And as always, please subscribe to and rate this podcast wherever you're listening. Those ratings and reviews make Victory Road much more visible and easier to find. And I am not alone today, of course. He's back. It's the father of Victory Road. Hello, Kyle. Hi, Doug. I won't call you the nickname I called you last time. (laughs) Thank you so much. You're welcome. How's it going? It's going. It's going good. Uh, You know, just trying to play as much as I can when I can mm-hmm yeah we and hey kyle we get to go full spoiler mode this time yeah. we don't have to be uh like coy and and dainty about what we're gonna say today mm-hmm. <laughs> which of course i assume means you've finished the campaign and or yeah i know that you are very close to finishing the pokedex i think it's like two species or something uh four um, four that are left so uh, both of us are very very far along i do have an announcement uh, that I should probably just throw out here at the top. It feels only right to make the announcement while you are here. You are already aware of it. So Mm -hmm. I'm not breaking this to Kyle mid-podcast, but Victory Road is at episode 96 as we record this, um, and episode 100 will be Victory Road's final episode for now. So Mm -hmm. no plans after uh, episode 100, Consider it an indefinite hiatus. Maybe if something very exciting happens, you know, we'll feel inspired or something. Mm -hmm. But for the time being, 100 is a great number. Mm -hmm. Triple digits are great. And uh, I think it's just time to take a break. So that's that's a bit of news. Um, But let's talk Pokemon. Let's let's talk about what we came here for. Yeah. Now that you've finished it, Mm -hmm. I mean, we have a structure to this. Mm -hmm. But generally, now that you've finished it, what did you think? Overall... I love this game. It's so fun. It is. <laughs> it is. Like, I'm just having so much fun just going around and catching everything and exploring. Like, I I thought I explored everything. I found um, new areas. Like, I found an area where Dragon Knight are roaming around. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yesterday I found, like, a little nook and corridor that I'd never been in before. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, approaching 200 hours, so that's pretty wild. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, okay, so I gotta ask, how many shinies have you found now? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, I saw you post that you found a shiny today. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so, like, I'm scrolling through, because you just made this one long tweet thread. And so uh-huh. I'm like, okay, so when was the last? I'm like, oh, 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 it just keeps going. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like... I... I have never, I know you called me out and you said you needed to sit me down and talk to me. I'm sure it's because 
Um, this is becoming, you know, what's wild though. I was going to say this is becoming an obsession, but I promise I'm like not shiny hunting. Mm -hmm. I am doing raids. I am looking for the trainers that I hadn't found. And occasionally I'll see an outbreak that's interesting to me and I'll do it. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not, this probably makes it worse for anybody who's like, um, (laughs) annoyed by all my posts. Mm -hmm. I'm not even really seeking them out. I'm just... I stop and look around a lot, mm-hmm. to be totally well, honest. That's what happened with me, because I found two shinies myself, full odds, yeah. no shiny mm-hmm. charm, nothing like that. And so I got the Deli Bird knockoff. I'm so jealous it. that you have that. Yeah. yeah, I love its design, like all robotic looking and everything. Yeah. And apparently it's quite OP. Oh, good to know. I did not it's know apparently that. very, very fast. And hits very hard. Kind of like a... Isn't that Dracovish's whole thing? Is it... Yeah. It's fast and, and hits I mean, hard? Water ice is a great combo. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... Uh, I've also just found a shiny gold pin. And I'm like... Okay. I'm not complaining. I know a lot of people kind of hate on gold pin and... Uh, uh, Trubbish for being kind of, you know, just weird. And I'll be honest. I love gold pin. I think it's adorable and cute. I like it a lot. My only complaint is that I found out like level 50 something and I'm like, <laughs> I want you to be like a lower level so I, I can I can transfer you into my Scarlet playthrough and I can play it there. Yeah, reasonably play, you know, from the, the beginning with you and not have you hate me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I'm approaching 200 hours and I, I don't think I'm losing steam. You know, I think my current playtime on my main shield file is like 335 hours or something i can't imagine i'm i'm not gonna pass that in scarlet Mm -hmm. and violet so i'm i'm really loving it it's Mm -hmm. a lot of fun um obviously there are things about it that are really great and there are some obvious things about it that aren't so great i think that's been the conversation about this game Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what you and I are doing today is, is we, I, I asked Kyle, Hey, make, make a short list or have some ideas of like, stuff that you, <laughs> you didn't actually have to, I was okay with not, there not being a physical list. There's a list. <laughs> I gave Kyle a mildly hard time about winging it. And then he took it seriously and then made a list. <laughs> well, I found paper next to me and my wife handed me a pen and I'm like, all right, let's do this. All right, fine. Here's a list. Yeah. <laughs> may or may not have used my switch as a little table to play on. <laughs> I approve. <laughs> so, so we each have a short list of things that we really love that about this game, things we think it did really, really well, or things that we just really, really enjoy. And mm-hmm. a short list of some things that we think it could have done better or things that we don't love that it does. Um, yeah. And I, I, I have to say off the top, the only rule we really had for this is that neither one of us could put performance issues as a thing we hated because mm-hmm. everybody hates that. We all know this game runs like butt. Um, yeah. And anything that we say we like um, mm-hmm. is not to ignore the performance of this game. We all know yeah. it runs bad. But you know what's funny? Yeah. Um, so I remember before the game was coming out and there was a tra- another trailer drop and they had showcased the Sunflora running with the trainer in the mm-hmm. trailer. Yeah. And uh, I thought, oh, that looks a little, you know, graphic-y, edgy, a whatever. Choppy, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, okay, well, maybe they'll fix that in time. And then uh, someone had pointed out that the Japanese trailer, the running of the Sunflora was so smooth. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, okay, cool. That gives me hope. And then I go do this thing. And I thought my game was going to crash yeah. when I was doing this. on floor. I'm like, what happened to that smooth running animation yeah. that I saw? And I, I also just have to wonder if like, maybe they had just waited like, I hate to say this, but like a month or two. I get wanting to get this game out before Christmas. I get that. I put it off a whole year then. If he, if it has to be out for Christmas, push it. I don't. They push Zelda like two years at this point. It's fine. Yeah. But I heard that there's an update coming. So hopefully right before Christmas, because I know a lot of kids are going to be getting this sure. game for Christmas. And I don't want this. I don't want them to play this game and be like, uh, I'd rather just go play that older game that runs a lot more smoothly than this. Yeah. So. I mean, that's a real problem. I, um, I mean, this game sold like hotcakes. I mean, it did very, okay. very well. It had, it, I think had maybe the best switch weekend ever. Uh, so like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know what's ever going to push game freak, not, not game freak. I, I need to be clear. Whatever is going to push the Pokemon company into not, mm-hmm forcing game freak to crunch like that all the time mm-hmm. um i don't know what's going to make them ease up because the games just keep selling better and better and better despite increasing performance issues but i just hope that because this game is 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 i believe the the most poorly reviewed pokemon game of all time mm-hmm. that they mm-hmm. will take seriously those those complaints i mean i oh, really yeah. think it boils down to the fact that they use their own proprietary engine i don't mm-hmm. know what makes them you know, stubborn about that. I'm sure it's a desire to not share profits with whoever owns the engine they're using, but mm-hmm. just, just, just put it on a better engine. It'll be <laughs> fine. We'll be okay. Or, or, or mm-hmm. wait two more years next time. We don't, we don't need five Pokemon games in two years. You know, that being said, I freaking love this game. It's, it's annoying how fun it is given yeah. how easy it like, is to complain about the performance like it's just a I, blast thanksgiving um i was talking to my brother-in-law and i was like hey are you playing sword and, or not sword shield wow scarlet and violet <laughs> and he goes why would i play a broken game and i'm like dude it's a lot of fun it is like you honestly you can look past all the problems and just enjoy the game for what it is the f- and i'm I know I'm probably going to get some people correcting me on this, but I'm going to say this. The first real open world Pokemon game. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Arceus was so segmented that like, yes, exactly. once you un- once you unlocked the map, you mm-hmm. could go to those places, but you couldn't go from one place to the other without portaling around. Exactly. Plus, um, when I say real open world Pokemon game, I mean like there's gyms. Mm-hmm. So, like, an actual, like, oh, if you were to actually then turn red, blue, and yellow into an open-world Pokemon game, that would... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. for sure. I um, I don't blame folks for, you know, struggling with it. I know at least a few folks that I watch on, like, YouTube or Twitch mm-hmm. have said, like, I started playing it. It seemed really fun. I cannot get past how slow it gets. My hope is that the patches, which there should be many of them will mm-hmm. improve the performance enough that those people can then revisit it and be okay. Cause mm-hmm. you know, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. It really is. Well, let's get into the stuff that we love and, and don't love so yeah. much. Um, that'll be our performance talk for the episode. And then we're going to try our best to, to, to behave ourselves with regards to the performance stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> and just, I got, know I got all the things I want to say out. <laughs> 
Um, so let's start. Um, if you want to kick us off, what is something, Kyle, that you love about uh, Scarlet and Violet? Something you think it does really, really well? All right. So I feel like this is just a no brainer. What they did to Magnemite. <laughs> That's honestly a brilliant answer. That is a yes. really brilliant answer. It looks incredible. It does. And like and an extension from that, like, have you seen Scizor? Oh, Scizor, I, shi- I mm-hmm. my uh, my Pokemon catching Pokemon is a shiny Scizor it, with false swipe. Nice. Because I was trying nice. so hard to find a Pokemon that knew false swipe, and I just didn't mm-hmm. have any. So when I found a, a Scyther, I was like, it's you. You're going to be the one. <laughs> nice. Um, I'm using, uh, was it King's Gambit? Yes. Oh, that Pokemon is so freaking cool, dude. It is. Yeah, uh, that and Primeape's evolution are just mm. beautiful. Dude, Annihilate is... Okay, Mankey and Primeape are Pokemon mm-hmm. that would fall very low on my list of like favorites. It's just not... Yeah. It's never resonated with me. I've never mm-hmm. been that into it. The fact that it's sort of like a pig monkey is sort of like whatever. The fact that Primeape has just sort of like human arms and legs is like very weird to me. But Annihilate makes that pokemon line skyrocket in my rankings i love mm-hmm. annihilate i think it's brilliant and, mm-hmm. and its name alone is just perfect incredible name amazing typing that's one thing i want i had on my list was just the names alone oh yeah yeah but uh back to texture also yeah. have you seen shiny magikarp i have not yet i that's one of the uh oh. that's one of the ones that i do kind of actively seek out and i haven't found one it yet looks like real like it's made out of real gold oh my gosh i wonder if that's why i haven't noticed it. i mean i I may have just never seen it but i wonder if it's like hard to spot it, it legit looks more like a like it's made made out of gold like if this is what magikarp was always supposed to look like mm-hmm. i can see why james bought the gold magikarp from oh, for the salesman sure. at one point so <laughs> yeah I, I mean honestly the, the they do such cool textures on the pokemon models themselves Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very impressed. It makes Pokemon look really cool. I, for a long time, oh, yeah. felt like they're not going to be able to make, quote, realistic-looking Pokemon in a Pokemon game right. and not have it feel weird. And I think they did actually strike a good balance because if you look at something like Crocodile or Saviper or any of the sort of steel Pokemon that are supposed to be metallic, mm-hmm. they don't compromise the design of the Pokemon. Yeah. They just add, like, um, slight detail to it. Camerupt. I, didn't, I never thought about it being fuzzy. And it it has fur, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, cool, yeah. I think that's awesome. I think that that's so. There was something else. Uh, I wish I could remember what it was. I had that same realization where I was like, oh, you have fur. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't think I ever realized that you were supposed to be furry. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's Pikachu's really cool. Always been it's... like that for me until the movie came out. Oh, that it wasn't supposed to be furry, or that it was supposed to be furry. Oh. Uh, until Detective Pikachu came out, and then <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's it's a lot floofier than I would have expected. I assumed it had fur, but it's a lot floofier than I would have expected. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think the Pokemon look really, really great in this game. I, I, I would like to continue seeing that. It's even better mm-hmm. than Pokemon Snap, and I felt like Pokemon looked really great in new Pokemon Snap. Oh, I haven't played that game in over a year. I've been craving <laughs> it. I just don't have time. I, I know. I just bought myself uh, the open world Legends of Zelda game, Breath of the Wild. Bro. <laughs> so I mean it's very fun. I haven't finished it and probably never will. It's so I, big. I I just started playing I just played my very and finished my first Zelda game the other or about a month ago. Which one? So, 
um, Minish Cap. Oh my gosh, what a leap you just made! <laughs> <laughs> Look, I had so much fun playing Minish Cap. Yeah. Um, because I had a refurb or rebuilt my uh, Game Boy Advance, so I wanted to play some games, and I uh, got Minish Cap. So I was playing that. I was like, oh, this is so much fun. And then my my best friend, she is absolutely obsessed with Zelda, and she goes, "If you want to play a good Zelda game, play this." And I'm like, "I've always wanted to. I just, I don't know. I've never been the biggest fan of open worlds, just because I've never been really fully sure." And then I start playing Pokemon's open world game. I'm like, "All right, give me another open world game." Yeah. I mean, if you like <laughs> and, the fact that in Scarlet and Violet you can kind of just lose yourself in exploring, you'll get that in Breath of the Wild for sure. That's also on my list. Is just the fact that I can literally go anywhere I want and do what I want. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's on my list is I think the first thing I would say about this game that I love is I think they did actually, I I have critiques, but I do Mm -hmm. think they did kind of nail the exploratory Mm -hmm. vibe of the, of the open world. I like that Mm -hmm. you can find new places like we are because they don't, they don't hold your hand. So if you miss something, you can find it later. I mm-hmm. do love having the Pokemon on the overworld. I love it more in this game than in any other one. It feels better in this game than it has in previous ones. I think their open world overworld sort of scale mm-hmm. is great. I think the yeah. Pokemon scale is great. I think they really took advantage of like utilizing very small Pokemon and very big Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the fact that you can freaking see shinies on the overworld is like so nice um mm-hmm. and i think they utilize that really well they do some yeah. really dastardly things with shinies on the overworld and, and here's an example for you okay fampy is light blue right mm-hmm. rock rough has a shiny that is light blue almost the same color as fampy wherever you find fampy you almost always find rock rough so it is very easy to run right mm-hmm. past a shiny rock rough if you are not specifically looking for a shiny rock rough. <laughs> and there's no way they did that on accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of uh shinies that you're just like, why? Why are you mm-hmm. the way you are? Because it's so much more harder to find. Yep. Yep. And <sighs> it's it's simultaneously making yeah. me understand why people get excited about finding shinies and it's also making me hate the subtle shinies even more but here's the thing the subtle shinies almost make more sense to me now than they used to because you used to know immediately at the start of your encounter that you had Mm -hmm. a shiny now the subtle ones it's sort of like you have to pay attention or you'll miss them it's sort of like an i spy or a where's waldo game yeah but it wasn't that before so i've I don't really get the old school. Mm-hmm. I know Gen 1, it was like a color swap next, whatever. I just saw something uh, online that was explaining why, like, Clefairy's mm-hmm. shiny sucks. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I don't even know what yeah. rant I was going on. <laughs> nah, I mean, I do kind of wish that it was like Legends Arceus, where they do, like, the whole bidding sound yes. or whatever. <laughs> yes. But also, at the same time, I understand why they don't do it, because if, like, you're flying overhead, and you go you hear it and then you're like oh i gotta turn around and by the time you get around it's already gone because like there's i think it's like like, however many steps away you get like the pokemon disappear Mm. and then they'll like you only have like a certain bubble for a pokemon to appear in near you and then that's it and like once you get away they'll so that's also one way people do uh 
shiny hunts for like in raid or not raids but uh the outbreaks outbreaks mm-hmm. and stuff yeah yeah i um the only reason i think they should do it isn't for me but i i feel like because shinies are now on the overworld only people who are colorblind mm-hmm. i just it feels so yeah. so mean to not have any mm-hmm. other indicator even like there's not even an indicator when you're battling it you know what i mean so there's mm-hmm. no like icon when you're battling a shiny Pokemon that lets you know that you just ran into one. And like I just I, I feel so bad for any like you could you could easily shiny hunt colorblind in older games. Mm-hmm. And then this one it's gotta be yeah. a nightmare. I really appreciate Austin John Plays did a video where he was like, I don't know how mm-hmm. much this is gonna help, but I wanna like do what I can because I recognize that some people are colorblind and this probably sucks, and did like a Pokemon by Pokemon side by side comparison to try to like highlight what to look for. Like even if you're in sort of like grayscale to say like, you might not know what color mm-hmm. it is, but it's at least lighter on its back than it, it you know, I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I, that's the only reason I wish they had it. I'm doing fine, but I feel yeah. like people who are colorblind. I mean, at least if you send your Pokemon out to battle the entire area, yes. it will not, it will not battle the shinies. Yes. I think that's a great oh my thing that they did. And it's very helpful, yeah. I will say. If anybody's asking about what um, the secret is, that's the big secret right there. Exactly. Now, going off the whole, you know, open world concept yeah. thing, the one one of the big negatives I have for this sure. game is the fact that there's no level scaling. Yeah. That's a big hot topic and I don't really know where I fall. So tell me tell me your thoughts. Like I want to be able to challenge any gym in any order. I realize the fact that that's a lot more programming to give each gym, say, eight different teams that it might have. Mm-hmm. I understand that that's asking a lot right there. Sure. At the same time, I want to be able to go battle the ice gym first. Mm-hmm. Every single first gym is usually bug, flying rock. Grass is a really popular early gym. Grass, yeah. When was the last time you heard dragon or ice or fairy being the first gym <laughs> of the region? Like, yeah. come on. I know. So, and then challenging bug as the final gym. How cool would that be? Like, <laughs> I know, right? I do think I have always thought, and by always, I mean like for half of Pokemon's you know lifespan or whatever, that they could be mm-hmm. way more creative with the gym leaders. I, I really, I, mm-hmm. I found it. At least Sword and Shield kind of acknowledged what they were doing, where they were like, we're using the three starter types as the first sort of tier in the league. Like, they came Mm -hmm. up with their own regional lore for why they did that. But every other game, Mm -hmm. you know, after the first two or three that has Mm -hmm. any of those types or bug as an early one or rock as an early one, it's just like, come on. Yeah, that's even like uh, in Sun and Moon, uh, you get to the second island and the three challenges are yep. water, fire, grass. Yep. And it's like, oh, OK. Yeah. And like the first one you have to do is normal. So yeah. I think so. I also one of my one of my sort of wish they'd done differently items, a thing I don't really love mm-hmm. is I it has to do with the gym leaders. I really love the Terra type stuff. I think it's really great. I don't know how much raiding you've done. But Terra typing is amazing for raids. It's so much fun because it sort of Mm -hmm. like messes with your mind a little bit. But one thing that I really wish they had done has incorporated the Terra typing into the gym battles 
and the Elite Four. And, and, and what I mean by that is not just have them do it, but have them do it in unexpected and challenging ways. Because every single gym leader that sends out a Pokemon as their last Pokemon is going to terrestrialize and it's going to be the exact type you expect it to be. And that's such a bummer mm-hmm. to me. It's like none of you made this difficult. Yeah. I could understand the gym leaders maybe not doing it, but the fact that all the mm-hmm. Elite Four members and the champion and Nimona after you beat the champion and everybody did you do the ace trainer tournament mm-hmm. yet i haven't done the tournament yet no. okay well but you're fine you can you can say anything I there are no surprises with the terrestrialization there either like every single Man. time i was like hoping i was like okay this is the next hard thing they're gonna finally do something twisty with the terrestrialization it really bums mm-hmm. me out that it was never a surprise because chairwoman gita was a challenging battle for me and AI Professor was a challenging battle for me. And those were the only ones that were challenging for me, and it was purely because I didn't know all the Pokemon they were using. Um, It wasn't because they utilized the gimmick to its fullest extent, and that bums me out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I only ever had to re-challenge two battles. No, three battles, actually, Mm -hmm. in the game. Uh, The first one was Arvin. Arvin was tough, especially if you did it, like, immediately. (laughs) Yeah, so... I he took me three tries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's no joke. Um, I was really surprised. Yeah, his dog at the end, like it knew a fire type move, um, because like he's got a dark type and it translates to a dark type. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll set up my fairy mm-hmm. type who happens to be part steel, but he knows fire fang. Took out my thing. I'm like, <laughs> okay, fine. Um, let's see, what else can I use to take out? Uh, ooh, I'll send out my dragon. And, oh, hey, look, it knows play rough, a fairy type move, and there goes my dragon. Okay. See, that's so. the kind of stuff that they could have really taken advantage of with, like, m- m- like weird terror types. You know what I mean? That idea mm-hmm. that you think you know what it's going to be yeah. defensively because it's a dark type, but offensively it knows other yeah. stuff. Yeah, like flying Pikachu. Like, oh my come gosh. on, that's awesome. I made a box in my storage, Kyle, that's just called Jail, and it's where I put the mm-hmm. most obnoxious terror raid pokemon that take me many attempts to defeat because i just get so mm-hmm. mad that i'm like i wouldn't have caught you otherwise but i'm putting you mm-hmm. in jail because i'm so mad at you <laughs> did you ever get a charizard i did get a charizard luckily um nice. i think like the last day uh of it i was able to get a charizard mm-hmm. definitely with help from like Derek and then our friends tommy and Cass because they were all kind of ahead of me in in that mm-hmm. zone um, and did all of you use an Azumarill? I'm the Azumarill guy. <laughs> <laughs> I am too. Yeah, yeah. I was so excited when so, I saw people saying like, "Okay, the meta is in favor of Azumarill." I was like, "Hell yeah!" Because my Azumarill was such a big part of my fairy team, and I tried mm-hmm. not to like repeat anything when I was doing this run. So this gave me the perfect excuse to be like, "I can have my Azumarill back." <laughs> <laughs> it's great it's really great in raids because it has that dragon uh that dragon resistance mm-hmm. it's perfect yeah so i got my Azumarill all set up and i was like all right let me do some charizard and i couldn't find any on my map because uh, i hadn't unlocked oh, yep. anything higher than a five star oh that's the other thing i hadn't unlocked it either so i only could have done it with other people and I, it didn't occur to me. So I never actually did do the Charizards, which is unfortunate. But it, it, at the same time, round like, two is this weekend. It's, for, I mean, as oh, we record, cool. I don't, you know, it'll be over by the time this drops, but you have another chance. Cool. But like, I think I did a dragon type Gyarados raid 
I found one. And so like I did like an online thing mm-hmm. and all four of us had Azumarill. It's great. Anytime. <laughs> it really Anytime is. even one other person has an Azumarill, I'm like, oh, good. Somebody knows what they're doing. You know? <laughs> yeah. Fairy yeah. types are just and great like, in these raids. They really are. And then you just include just. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited um, to uh, uh, one of the people that I was doing Charizard raids with after that weekend uh, decided to train a Blissey to be a support. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to nice. battle with them. Cause like it's uh, anytime I, I do like a random, like a, a raid with random people and a Blissey shows mm-hmm. up, I'm like stoked. I'm like, we're in good shape. That's awesome. So I wish they'd, they'd done better with the terror types in the actual story yeah. stuff, but I, you know, I love the terror raid battles. I think they're fantastic. So much better than the Dynamax battles. One thing I like about the Terra Raids is I was actually able to get my hands on a three-family mouse hold. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that they showed up in raids. That's amazing. Yeah, apparently you get a better chance of finding a three-household one in raids than you really do via evolution. Oh, man. Is that true of Dedunsparce, too? Because I don't want to have to evolve, like, a hundred of those. Apparently not. (sighs) And that's really bummer because, like, as someone who's doing the Master Dex challenge, I need that other form. Yep. And let me tell you, I already found, I had a, I found all four squawk abilities. Nice, that white one was a nightmare to find. Yes, it was really hard. Also, I have to say it, Kyle. You had me so okay, convinced that those birds were all four different birds on that fly screen. Yep. I was like, yep. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like floored. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I, I misread all those I birds. I thought, <laughs> okay, so at the time, I didn't fully realize Squawkabilly had four different forms. So I hadn't seen them all either, I've so really, I was just like, sure, I guess, well, I, guess I, I guess I got it wrong. I've been playing handheld, yeah. so the icon's small for me. <laughs> And so I thought like the white one or the white one was the uh, stork. Yeah. I thought the yellow one was the, uh, the Wattrell, the, uh, the walk. Yeah. So uh, that's what I thought. Yeah. I didn't realize that they, so <laughs> I think it was shortly after we had recorded, I started playing the game and I looked and I'm like, Oh, those are all squawkabillies. <laughs> My bad. This region loves forms. It really mm-hmm. does. For like no reason, yeah. and I guess it's fine. It's okay. Uh, it's just so funny. Okay, so I think we've both talked about one thing we really loved, one thing we really didn't love. So, what's another thing that you really loved about this this game? They made it difficult to find legendaries again. Uh, this kind of goes hand in hand with one of mine, and there aren't a bazillion of them. Like they just they yeah. increased kind of the difficulty in finding them, or at least the process of finding them. Um, they're also mm-hmm difficult to catch or at least most of them were difficult to catch for me there was like one that i got like a fluke one shot catch but um but yes i I think to me that was the most sort of open world thing was like okay find these things go find them yeah i had this reminded me of trying to unlock the reggies back in ruby sapphire Mm -hmm. and emerald Mm -hmm. of you having to do something to unlock something that I love that because I was like, sweet. I feel like I'm actually earning mm-hmm. these legendaries and not just, oh, hey, here's a cub foo. Yeah. Well, and the nice thing, too, is like nowadays, if you don't like doing that type of thing, if you don't like 
searching for those stakes, you can just look them up. Like it's not going to prevent you from finishing the game, but if you're like you and me and you want to find them, um, you can Mm -hmm. go seek them out and it, it it takes you to different places in the, in the world and on the map. Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, you feel accomplished when you've got it. Yeah. There was one I could not find for the life of me. And I, I was like, forget it. I'm looking it up. And uh, (laughs) I looked up a couple just because I was like tired. I was like, what do you mean? I have to go to the edge of a cliff, look down and it's there on another ledge lower. (laughs) I'm like, who is going to see that? (laughs) I know. Right. Some of them were in weird places. Um, And then Mm -hmm. some of them, it was just like, I don't know. Just look by trees. (laughs) Yeah. So far I've caught the slug and I've caught the saber tooth cat. Do you know what the other two are yet? A moose and a goldfish. Okay, gotcha. I didn't want to yes. say it if you didn't know, because I didn't yes, know what they I've, were until I encountered them. Yeah, I want to say uh, probably about a week or so after we had recorded, mm-hmm. I finally just said, forget it. I, I'm just going to look up things. Because I felt like I had already seen everything. The only thing I really mm-hmm. hadn't seen was the legendaries. Yeah. And so I saw those four legends. I was like, okay, those are kind of cool looking. Yeah. The moose has a hat. I love the slug one. I kind of mm-hmm. saw the icon for the slug one out of the corner of my eye a few times and was mm-hmm. like, oh, that thing looks weird. And then when I actually encountered it, I was like, oh, you kind of rule. Like, you're really <laughs> bad. You're like kind of this gross, weird, like, darkness slug thing. It reminds me mm-hmm. of like um, like a horror anime creature. Mm-hmm. And I can't state enough. I love that there's not a bazillion of them. I do wish that we knew more about them. They obviously mm-hmm. all have Chinese names, and I would love to know why, mm-hmm. especially in a region that is very obviously based on the Iberian Peninsula. <laughs> I'm wondering if maybe these are hints that the next region for the next generation of games way down the line might take place in China. That would be great. I'd be all here for that. I mean, yeah. it's it's uh, overdue, right? They've never explicitly done a Chinese-inspired uh, region. I don't think they've done any other Asian country except for Japan. Yeah, which is wild. They should. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much cool stuff they could do there. Um, but yeah, I would, I would love to know more. I mean, I don't know. We still don't, there's obviously DLC. There's like a whole chunk of the map. That's like obviously meant for us to go to that. We can't go to yet. Yeah. And, and uh, who knows? Maybe they'll explore more. Have you heard the speculation of what the DLC is? <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't actually looked at any of, of that. So, what, what's the, is there like a prevailing theory? It, a lot of people are thinking it's Kalos. I don't know about that. So, the, the I get thing why. Is, yeah, because the spot where the DLC is supposed to be, like, you can obviously tell, like, it's this big secluded off yeah, area on the map. That's where France would be. Exactly. And so I think maybe not necessarily being like Kalos, but like something connecting the two regions, just a little small thing in between. And like, maybe you could have like a uh, NPC character be like, oh, right behind this huge mountain behind me is uh Kalos or whatever. <laughs> and they just completely skip doing black white three or remakes and they just immediately do a new Kalos game. That would be so rude. <laughs> I don't know. I think it would be cool to at least get like a, like a, Hey, Kalos, this is a thing. Yeah. How wild <laughs> would haven't it forgotten. be? How wild would it be Kyle? If like the Pokemon company and game freak just decided like, remember when we didn't do Pokemon Z? Eh, let's just do it. Let's just yeah. let's build it from the yeah. ground up, and it's connected um, to uh, to Paldea. But if you read some of the books in the library, mm-hmm. they have some like some of like the legendary books. You get an idea of what the third legendary is supposed to look like for this game. Oh, really? 
Yes. Uh, what, how would there even be a third legendary? Because like one, there's a past, present, and future. I don't or is there supposed exactly. to be a present one that we don't know I about yet? I think this is supposed to be the terrestrialized, like where the energies come from. Because I don't know if you've noticed, like there's like this little icon on all the terrestrializings. It's like a hexagon shape. Oh, yep. With a little face on it. Yes. So everyone, the big theory is because it also kind of resembles in this book, in the library, uh, basically that's going to be the uh, third legendary mm. for the game. But then also in the book, there's these two drawings, one of what looks like a combination of Entei, Raikou, and Suicune. Oh, interesting. I do feel like that's a really popular trio for folks to try to create a yeah. fourth for. And it's like the three of them combined together. It's really wild. And hmm. then the other one is the Swords of Justice from Unova oh, man. combined together. Those might be my least favorite legendary grouping. Yeah, it could have been better. I just, nothing, I, maybe because they're all kind of like horse like <laughs> mm-hmm. and i just don't like horses very much it's fair <laughs> that could be it um, it's the three musketeers because like oh i know i know and like terrakion's my favorite and it's the least like a horse <laughs> <laughs> fair so i think that's that's gotta be why um but i don't know i mean i'm sure i would be shocked if in a dlc we didn't get more paradox pokemon or at least one per game well there weren't there weren't differences in the dlc for for Sword and Shield, were there? Um, we got the Zapdos, Articuno, Moltres forms. We got the Slowpoke forms. But like from version to version, like Sword and Shield got the same content, right? Yeah. I think, I think maybe so. in Crown Tundra there were some different Pokemon, but not different new Pokemon. Yeah. So, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's just version exclusive Pokemon, yeah. but like nothing major there. It would be interesting if we got... I know Cyclozar is sort of the present version of the Bike yeah. Wizard, but it would be kind of cool if maybe in the DLC we learned of like a Cyclozar evolution that is like the present version of mm-hmm. uh, the Rhydon, you know? Yeah. That'd be neat. Just be not an cool. actual Rhydon. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> not, not an actual Rhydon. <laughs> um well let's let's uh switch over to some stuff we thought they could do differently one of my biggest things is that i i wish they had done the team star let's go battles differently i thought they were all way too easy i thought it was a really cool opportunity for pokemon to introduce a new battle mechanic and they really didn't do much with it it was never a challenge for me um, as long as you, I mean, maybe the first one was a challenge because you didn't really know what was going on. You didn't know how to anticipate, but I just felt like it needed to be more like a roguelike inside the game. I really thought, I really, really thought they could have made it a lot harder and you just needed to get better at it and they didn't do that. Yeah. I kind of wish there was like an option to choose between like how many Pokemon you could send out. Like, yes, the Matt. The max is three, but I'm like, I kind of just only want to send out this one Pokemon and just use that you one could. Pokemon. You could. Th- that's how easy I thought they were. You could have done it with one Pokemon. Exactly. And why but, didn't they increase in the number of Pokemon for each one? Or, By the end, the, why weren't you battling like 90 Pokemon? Or shorten the time limit. Like, yeah, that minutes. too. Yeah, I was like, 10 minutes. Okay. I was, they're like, you have 10 minutes to clear out 30. I'm like, oh, this is going to be difficult. And then. Mm-mm. I cleared it out and I'm like, I have like 
eight and a half minutes yeah. left. What do I do? I know it usually took like 90 seconds to two minutes. It was really mm-hmm. weird. Uh, Derek and I talked about this a little bit. We were primarily talking about like the story and characters and stuff, but we talked a little bit about the gyms and I think this applies to the team star. Let's go battles as well. I just think they were afraid to make things difficult. And I don't know why, because like, yeah. it wasn't like the whole game is hard. Mm-hmm. You don't need to make everything in the game difficult, yeah. but when you have an open world and there's so much to do, it's okay to make certain things hard. Mm-hmm. And going off of that, one of the things I didn't like was the fact that like the pre gym challenges, what oh was gosh. up with that? They're After so while, bad. Yeah. Some of them I are kind of like funny and quirky, but like they were pretty yes. bad. Yeah, there, I think after like three or four, I'm like, I have to go challenge the gym, but I don't want to. Like, I don't want to have to go do all this stuff before the gym. The only one I felt seemed reminiscent of like past Pokemon games was when I had to go deliver the wallet to the guy. I actually liked that one because it, it forced yeah. you to go through an entire new area. Mm-hmm. You had to go kind of on an adventure to find him. I know that in the game, it was sort of like a fake mm-hmm gym task or whatever yeah but it had like a purpose to move you forward and then at the it reminded me of when uh, in johto jasmine needed you to go get the medicine for the amphros at the lighthouse so you had to go across the water to uh uh, cinewood uh city or whatever and uh, there's another gym challenge him all that stuff and then you go back and stuff i'm okay with like quests and stuff to do but what happened to gym challenges of just being figuring out the puzzle of the gym or just battling trainers? Well, here's the thing. I'm cool with a quest or I'm mm-hmm. cool with a, a a challenging task. You know, mm-hmm. like I think that stuff is fun. I'm okay yeah. with trainer battles, but I think they're kind of boring in gyms. So it's like what I could take it or leave it. But I just I, I don't like having to do a task that is easy and just wastes my time. Mm-hmm. So like I thought that the olive thing was a cool idea, but it was mm-hmm. so easy that it was like, oh, okay, well, you kind of wasted yeah. that opportunity, you know? But if I think back to the sword and shield tasks, mm-hmm. they were genuinely challenging maybe like half the time, right? Like yeah. Kabu's task was hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. At least in sword and shield they had trainer battles throughout the whole thing yeah i kind of wish that here like when i was doing the soccer olive thing i kind of wish like because there was trainers in there like but i think they were just like you they know, were like optional the oh i actually could have battled them you I can battle like them I... yeah the, their whole th- ah. see this is this is the problem with that task and with a lot of the tasks is that challenge that olive thing you could battle a trainer and then they would open up a path to make it easier. But the path was easy enough without battling anybody. So why put them there? Why? Why and, am I and, just learning this now? <laughs> because this game doesn't tell you things. I mean, if, if I were to say another thing about this game that I think mm-hmm. they could have done differently, it's that they do not tell you things. You, like yeah. the fact that there are rewards for completing your Pokedex along the way, mm-hmm. no one tells you that. You just have Mm -hmm. to be like, wait, what's this icon that has an X on it? Oh, you're giving me things for every 10 Pokemon I register? Great. Thanks for telling me. Yeah. um, What was another one? Uh, The Ice Gym Challenge, where you just have to ride your Pokemon down a little slope thing. That could have been so much cooler. It could have been. And it wasn't. And I'm just like, uh, the weirder race challenges were more fun. And Arceus. 
Yeah, it was a real disappointment. I mean, the gym tasks in this are 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 bad. Like I I yeah. just I really don't think they're very good. And it's a bummer because several of them were good ideas and they mm-hmm. just didn't I again, I just think they that's, were afraid to make things difficult. That's my biggest uh thing of I don't want to have to do again when I start playing Scarlet. Yeah, I'm not thrilled about it. I mean, at least they're at least they're easy and quick most of the time, but it just yeah. feels like a waste of time if they're not actually going to challenge you. Mm-hmm. You know, I miss having to put together like I know this isn't a gym challenge, but like putting together the um, the puzzles and the ruins of Alf. It's not like those things are are impossible to do, but like mm-hmm. you can mess them up. You know what I mean? So I just I don't know. Bring back actual puzzles. Oh my gosh, what's her face? I'm forgetting the the water gym leader's name in Sword and Shield. Um, oh Nessa. Thank you, Nessa. Her gym, her gym puzzle was also legitimately tough. Like it's sort of a logic puzzle. Oh, do you remember the uh, ice gym? Yeah, yeah, I love that yeah. one. We had to use like the item finder mm-hmm. to avoid falling into a trap. And, yeah, yeah, that I mean, was probably the hardest one for me. If there's something Sword and Shield doesn't get enough credit for, it's it's the gym tasks. Um, and mm-hmm. I liked it in Sword and Shield. It was a little bit annoying, but like you had to go directly from the gym task to the gym. So like you potentially were a little bit beaten up before you got there. I think mm-hmm. in this one, I think it's cool that you can do the task mm-hmm. and then walk away, but then there needs to be something kind of like deeper to the task. Yeah. Well, going off that, one thing that I liked that they fixed from Sword and Shield oh, yeah. was that they didn't heal you after every single Elite Four challenge. Yeah, um, that's they in, if they're going to give you so many healing items on the ground, you don't need to heal us after every well, battle. Yeah, because I remember in Sword and Shield when you're doing the championship matches and you have to do the four battles beforehand. And I'm like, oh, this is technically the Elite Four. Like in between each match, they would heal your entire party. Mm-hmm. So because I remember like I got destroyed and I survived off of one Pokemon. I'm like, all right, I got a time to go heal him up. And I'm like, oh, everyone's OK. Yeah well okay and then this one here like after one elite four after the other and after that i'm like oh okay i gotta heal quickly before i go into the next yeah. one and that was another thing i really enjoyed was i didn't know what their types were oh usually yes. usually doing elite four battles you can usually figure out the type based off of the room oh yes and you can usually narrow it down based on what the gyms are but this game has a boss for every single gym type so you so like you have no way to even deduce mm-hmm. what they're going to be. And then they throw you a curveball by saying one of the gym leaders is showing <laughs> up as one of the elite four members. And you're like, okay, cool. Uh-huh. I'm going to, okay. I know what type you are. And he goes, yeah, they wouldn't let me use my normal type. So I'm just going to use flying instead. And I'm like, no, cause I had chose a fighting type to go first. Yep. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready. And I'm like, no, I'm waiting to that. I'm waiting to that. Yep. I did the same thing. See, that right there, the spirit of that is what Mm. they needed to do with more gym leaders and more Elite Four members. Like, Mm -hmm. try trick me. Trick me. Make me Mm -hmm. confident and then pull the rug from underneath me. I want that. Like, okay. Um, Have her, like the bug gym leader. Mm -hmm. Have her final Pokemon. And I know this Pokemon isn't in the game, but have her send out Ariados. Sure. And then Tresla it to a dark type. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I I think it makes way more loop. sense for them to do that than what they actually did. Or, or make exactly. it a mix, you know? Like, maybe the grass trainer does do the pseudo-wudo thing because it is funny mm-hmm. to make pseudo-wudo actually yeah. a grass type. But then have, like you said, Katie, just have her do the opposite and use a mm-hmm. bug type and make it a different Terra type. Or have a dual type Pokemon, but then Terra type it into the other type that's not normally you. Oh my gosh, that ugh. the fact that you get the chance to rebattle gym leaders, and again, I don't know if you've done this, but the fact that you I know to- it's an option. I haven't done it because I've just been trying to complete the Pokedex. Yeah, now. they I, I I won't get specific, but they don't do anything that creative with those, and they mm. could have. Why not? It's post game beat. The mm-hmm. absolute, you know, snot out of me in the end game. I've I'm already a champion, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, you're sending out uh, Staravia. Okay, cool. You're normally a flying type. Oh, you're terrestrializing it into a normal type. Cool. Oh my gosh, normal Terra type Staraptor is actually brutal. Like it is brutal. We like I did one in a raid, and it took so many tries because oh, like. Wow. Yeah, because you you want to use a fighting type because it's normal Terra type, but you can't because it's flying. It's it's and you want it's just it's wild. It's it's really wild. And then you can't use an electric type because it's defensive. Like its defensive type is normal, so it's not mm-hmm. giving you an advantage. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's wow. It turned out to be surprisingly difficult. But I do. I kind of mentioned this in there, but I really really do love that they took every single type and made a gym leader or gym leader equivalent Mm -hmm. for that. And I love that they tell you what they all are at the jump because Mm -hmm. there's 18 of them. I think that's really, really great. I did. Mm -hmm. I did see one thing before the game dropped that just said like 18 gym leaders question mark. And I was Mm -hmm. like, Oh, I think we did this for sword and shield and it didn't turn out to be true. So I just didn't like, Mm-hmm. I didn't think anything of it. I didn't pay it any mind. But now I understand what they were talking about. And I love yeah. that you essentially get 18 badges. Essentially, yeah. Why, why get eight badges when you get it 18? In the spirit yeah. of Gary Oak, give me mm-hmm. more than eight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else you got? All right. So one thing, technically two things I mm-hmm. love about this game. Yeah. Claude Sire and Tinka Tank. Tell me about them. I love these two. <laughs> Oh my! So first off, Tinka Tank has become meme culture now. Absolutely, and I'm here for it. <laughs> and I'm just gonna go off the record because I keep seeing people make this mistake: how they're saying that the hammer is made out of Corviknight metal. No, it's made out of B Sharp and uh, the other one, Ponyard. Ponyard. Thank you. Yeah, it's that's what the hammer is made out of. Because if you look at the Middle Evolutions. Pokedex entry, it says that it's working, it fights B-Sharp and Ponyard, and whatever scrap metal is left over, it is, turns it, it's turning it into a hammer, but then everyone's like, oh, it's, uh, it's made out of Corviknight, I'm like, no, it's not made out of Corviknight, stop making that mistake. <laughs> I love Tinka Tank, it is, she's my princess, just put it at that. <laughs> well, there are really great designs in this game, I think there's a lot of fun ones, okay. I think this game... It feels to me, I was looking at this Pokedex and then I was looking at the Galar Pokedex and I love a lot of Galar Pokemon. There are a few Galar Pokemon that are among my like favorites of all time. Like Toxtricity mm-hmm. is an all time favorite design concept, mm-hmm. everything for me. It's, it's, it's top tier. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think this 
region's Pokedex feels more like an old school Pokedex in their designs. Things mm-hmm. feel simpler. Things feel more straightforward. I know mm-hmm. that it's kind of a joke that like Flamigo is just a Flamingo, but I actually love that. I do mm-hmm. really love that. I love that Palmy's evolutionary line doesn't drastically change. Like it just kind of yeah. gets bigger. Like I think there's yeah. something cool and refreshing to that um, mm-hmm. because the designs aren't overcomplicated. They're not super detailed. Like a lot of them are just really straightforward and nice. And Clotsire, it is the cutest thing ever. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I want to hug one. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's like the perfect encapsulation of what this this generation's Pokemon do right. What's funny is like, I remember when I finally got it, I was like, oh, it's not a Quagsire. It evolves into something different. That's just awesome. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, cool. And so when I first sent it out to battle and it did its move and little spikes shot out, I'm like, it has spikes. I love the little spikes. I love Uh, the little spikes. uh, If I, if I had actually nicknamed my Pokemon, I would have named it Spike just because it reminds me of Spike from uh, X-Men Evolution. (laughs) Oh yeah, it really does. Oh, that's such a good poll. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I, uh, I, I fully thought. I mean, I mm-hmm. was wrong. I fully thought that Wooper was going to evolve into a Quagsire, and then Quagsire was going to evolve into something new like mm-hmm. Zigzagoon, and I was wrong. Yeah, I was wrong. Uh, I love that there's barely any regional variants. Like you have two regional variants. Yeah. Well, they didn't it, go. They didn't go over heavy, and I think yeah. the reason for that is because if you were to combine what we got from. Uh, Arceus with yeah. this I'm like okay cool I'm hoping the DLC we get a little bit more it would be kind of nice I think one of the big reasons we didn't get more regional variants because I don't think mm-hmm. they've necessarily cooled off on that idea I think we'll continue mm-hmm. to get them indefinitely I think because we got the paradox Pokemon and because we right. had a couple convergent evolutions I think that's why yeah. they did right. that I love the paradox Pokemon I kind of had to grow into liking them um because there is a they're weird like it is i don't it's like strange yeah. they're named funny things it's weird that like yeah like screamtail is a jigglypuff but there's nothing that it evolves from or into like they're very strange and that's fine pokemon has stayed committed to never allowing mm-hmm. lore to make full sense and you know what respect but, i'm like, curious if uh, when they upload them when pokemon home becomes compatible uh-huh because that's when we'll finally get the numbers for all these Pokemon. Because yeah. we don't really know what the actual. I am very curious to see if like these Pokemon are going to be, if they're going to count them as like variants of, or if they're going to be their own individual Pokemon. I think they're going to be their own individual Pokemon for a couple reasons. One, we have Jigglypuff in this game, so like Jigglypuff and Screamtail are classified differently. True, um, and we have a Volcarona and larvesta Mm -hmm. in separate games like one from the future one from the past i don't know they're just they're so strange and i know that they're meant to be i I, like their whole vibe is to be weird and confusing and uncomfortable and not really make any sense like that's kind of the point yeah Um, don't get me started on sandy shocks yeah i mean they're they're weird they're meant to be weird right Uh and i I do like them but they're weird Um, and i think that they are part of the reason why we didn't get too many too many yeah. regional variants. Well, I, you also got to think about it, like Girafferig, uh, mm-hmm. Dunsparce, Primeape, B Sharp. They all got evolutions. So that's mm-hmm. like five evolutions right there. So yeah. you take that, include it with, uh, you know, Tauros, which actually got three versions. That's so weird. 
That's what yeah. I mean when I say this game really loves but, forms. <laughs> but I love that it they're different breeds. Like they were bred mm-hmm. for different. Ver- so I was like, okay, that's really cool. That yeah makes a lot of sense. And then of course, obviously, you got Whooper and Clawsire. But I'm okay with that. Like everything, just it works. I think the flip side is, I think the convergent evolution idea was really mm-hmm. underwhelming. Now that we've seen the whole thing. I do love Toad School. I love I it so too. much. I think I it's hilarious. Too. I think yep. it's so funny. I could watch mm-hmm. it run around all day. It's <laughs> incredible. It, and it's shiny. It's so... It's shiny is great. Yeah. That's sort I, of I like dead one. mushroom color. Yeah. Amazing. All silver. I, I want one. It's really nice. The problem for me is the other three do nothing for me to oh, you don't being like things I actively dislike. Toad School is fine, but like... To me, I just don't quite understand why they 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 adopted the idea of convergent evolution from actual biology, right? This idea mm-hmm. that like yeah. two things can separately evolve to have similar characteristics. And then they didn't to me maximizing that would be to have toad school, which looks like a tentacle, evolve into something that looks wildly different than a tentacle to really drive mm-hmm. home the fact that like, no, you kind of thought it was the same thing, but it's actually super different. Yeah, like you could keep the name Yeah, toad school because I get it. Oh, but yeah. But then just throw it through left field and be like, oh, wait, no, that's not what we... Okay. Yeah, it doesn't actually turn into a thing that looks like a tentacle tentacruel mm-hmm. you know and wug trio sucks like come on we, <laughs> we all agree right okay so we get diglet and doug trio in this game why don't we get tentacruel and tentacruel in this game that is a fantastic question the disrespect <laughs> yeah maybe like, it'll be in the dlc but the disrespect <laughs> so weird yeah all right so there are two pokemon that's designs I am just not a fan of. Okay. Gimme Ghoul's evolution. Oh! <laughs> I just... Okay. <laughs> if it was just a regular evolution, uh-huh. I'm okay with it. But the fact that I had to go around collecting 999 coins, and this is all I get. <laughs> I feel ya. Here's my thing with gimme uh golden golden go golden go. My yeah. thing with it is I don't mind the design. I think it's a it, somebody just before I saw it, like before I actually saw it with my own eyeballs, somebody described it as like a rejected Olympic mascot. So I can't stop thinking of it that way. So the design to me is very funny. <laughs> I can't I, stop. Th- I can't stop thinking about Applejacks. That too. I saw that after the fact. Luckily, <laughs> um, but the thing to me that is is. A weird about golden 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 go good lord um is uh it's it's presumably pokemon number 1000 if if they if if they number things based on the way that they're numbered in the paldea decks it's probably pokemon 1000 and that to me is like a bizarre thing i mean it's weird to me that they they introduced more pokemon than would get them to 1000 I fully thought they either weren't going to get there or they were going to end with 999 or 1000. So for that one to be 1000 and for there to be more is very mm-hmm. weird to me. Yeah. I don't know. Like I get it. 999 coins. It makes sure, sense. That's totally. why that would be. No- but I just, I'm not a fan of it. I just finally got mine the other day and I'm still just like, why? 
I have played this game too much because I'm already on track to get number two. Like I just keep I do just keep lose, collecting those stupid coins. Do you actually lose all one thousand coins? You sure do. Ah, bummer. Yep. I do yep. hear that it's a raid beast. I haven't tried it though. Because ah. this typing's cool, right? Ghost and Steel. Yeah. It's like in a pretty rare right. class. So I'm so curious as to what the other one is. It has two forms. The second form is fine. I, I kind of like the second form. But the first one is just a copy of the first one. It's the Dolphin Evolution. Oh, okay. I actually, I love Finizen's design. Mm-hmm. And I actually kind of was like in love with the idea that when it evolves, it just gets a heart on its chest and otherwise looks exactly the same. For some reason, I thought that was like kind of fun and cute because it's not really a thing Pokemon's ever done where it's like it evolved, but it's basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, it's superhero form. Are you talking about its superhero form? Or are you talking about its zero form? I like the superhero form because it's okay. at least different. I, gotcha. I'm not a fan of the fact that, and also the method to get this Pokemon. Like you have to do like That's an online rude. thing. Not everybody's going to be able to play with, with other yeah. people. Now, I have heard some people try and say, like, oh, we'll create, like, a, um, an online... Because, like, you, can, you have to enter a code to join with all your other friends. And I'm like, okay, cool. I, and I tried looking online, but, like, so far no one's created, like, a code for just people just to meet oh, up. just for Finizen? Evolve your Finizen and then leave. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised because Sword and Shield was, like, I feel like the height of like organizing specific codes oh, and the codes were all here for like trading uh oh, the really? different oh, so weird. like i yeah that's how i got my uh fire toros it's how i got all the other mm. uh pokemon from all the other uh paradox pokemon yeah all the different type uh all the other exclusives and so that's what i did but i'm like okay why is there something here for her yeah that dolphin? is really strange that is really strange, but I, uh, that's funny. We're then we're like kind of like on opposite ends of this. Cause like, I, I don't mind the hero version, mm-hmm. but I think it like, I don't know. It doesn't really do as much for me. I think Finizen is one of the cutest Pokemon designs they've ever made. Oh, so definitely. the fact that it turns into sort of like something that's mm-hmm. like not cute. I'm like, Oh man, it was so cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of Pokemon. Like I want to use in my next playthrough for Scarlet, mm-hmm. but a lot of them contradict with the starter. So I'm like, I'm half tempted to just not even use a starter in my next one. Why not? I mean, I've done it. When you do like a a single type run that's not, you know, one of the three starting mm-hmm. types, like you have to box your starter. So go for it. Like I'm half tempted to do like an electric run. Or do something. it. I so want to use a Watrol. Yeah. So I think I think they're cute. And a belly bolt. I didn't use a belly bolt. Yes. Belly bolt. Yeah. There's a lot of Pokemon that I didn't use that I really would like to. Mm hmm. Yeah, there's that. I want to use the uh, Ghost Fire Swordsman. Oh yeah, the Cerulege. Yes, is that thank what, you. Is that what it is? Cerulege. Yeah. I want to use that. I want to use the dolphin. I want. <laughs> oh, the moment I saw that that dolphin existed, it was on my team. Mm-hmm. I was like, "There's um, no way I'm not putting this thing else? on there." <laughs> I kind of want to use the olive, but its typing of grass normal kind of just. Is throwing me off. Not great. Yeah, no. It's a really um, cool design, though. I want to use the grasshopper. Oh, yeah. The common rider bug. <laughs> yep. We now have several, like, to- like explicitly Toku-inspired Pokemon. Because, like, Ledian is technically supposed mm-hmm. to be, like, a superhero-inspired Pokemon yep. as well. 
Yeah. Also, you can get a motorcycle helmet that looks a lot like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Red. Mm-hmm. You sure can. So just throwing that out there for the people who <laughs> like Power Rangers listening yeah. to our podcast. It's cool. I like it. <laughs> I think the last thing I kind of have on my list, it's something that I love and something that I wish would be different at the same time. This isn't a surprise for anybody who listened to the last episode I did uh, that was about the story. I love the story and I love that character. There are so many characters like supporting characters that get Mm -hmm. story arcs that have full characterization. I think this is one of the best stories Pokemon's ever told. Um, For me, it's like black and white. And now this, I think is there. Those are two top tier stories for me. Um, I just wish that the stories ended differently in each version of the game Mm -hmm. because Violet, in my mind, got a better story because it all made sense with the theme of future. But Scarlet gets a worse story because they didn't really maximize the past fantasy thing, right? So, like, Violet is sort of like future tech sci-fi. Scarlet Mm -hmm. is sort of like past mysticism and fantasy. But both of them get the exact same ending that has to do with... An AI taking over. An AI taking over and, like technology time travel like scarlet Mm -hmm. should have ended with mysticism or magic or something like that see that's what i was wondering because like when i was playing my game and i was like oh my god Mm -hmm. like and they legitimately say oh yeah no the professor's dead i'm like oh they did that that was wild they sure did yeah they just dropped that bomb on you we never met in this game we never met the actual professor yeah they were dead the whole time yep wild and you know, the AI takes over. I'm like, okay, this makes sense. This makes sense. And I'm like, I wonder how they're doing it in Scarlet. So I looked it up. I'm like, that's, oh. That's exactly what Derek Derek played Violet too. He said the same thing. He was like, I was so excited to learn what they did in Scarlet and then was so disappointed. Yeah. I was like, you could have had like, oh, uh, I'm under a spell or something. Yes. A, 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 a shadow construct or like a magical clone or or a virus or something you yes know? and there were so many things they could have done and and i think Ooh. like for a story that's otherwise so good it's wild to me that it, it, it they really biffed that ending for scarlet specifically mm-hmm. it was funny is like had you done like an actual like virus type thing mm-hmm. you could say oh both games end with a virus taking over the professor, but one's a computer virus, one's Kyle. That's right. That's perfect. That's perfect. One of them is a prehistoric virus, and one yeah. of them is a computer virus. That's amazing. That yeah. I mean, that never even occurred to me as like a possibility. I just was thinking like mysticism and magic. But yeah, no, yeah. that's perfect. That's amazing. Oh, that would be so good. So, I mean, that's th- th- I mean, that's the last thing mm-hmm. on my list as far as like something yeah. I wish they had done differently. But the flip side to that is, I really do love the story. I think it is a really, oh, really yeah. great story. I think they kept the yeah. scope perfect. Uh, the world is not ending in this game for once, <laughs> um, which I think is nice. <laughs> yeah, um, I actually did put story on my uh, love about this game. Oh, great! And I do have one more thing. On yeah, I didn't care for. 
you don't get to go into random houses anymore. Oh my God. I'm so glad you said this. I understand why they probably did that because you can go anywhere on the overworld. But whose favorite thing is not just randomly busting into people's homes and searching mm-hmm. through their trash? We've been doing it since the very first generation. How dare yeah. you take that away from us? Yeah. <laughs> first time I went on the SSN and I looked through all the trash cans. I found a great yeah. ball. I was excited. Exactly. The, and talking to NPCs, like I can't just go up to one and yeah. they'll tell me like, oh, hey, give me some ideas about something. I saw someone take a screenshot of two people having a conversation together. And one was like, really great. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. they're not even saying anything. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, <laughs> or, oh. or being an absolute menace by walking in. I did this in sword and shield all the time. Cause I was a gremlin just walking into people's homes and turning on their TV and leaving. Like I just, I need that for my spirit. <laughs> and this game took it away from me. <laughs> nice. There's yeah. just something about video games letting you fully invade people's privacy um mm-hmm. that is uh beautiful and this game just didn't want us to have that yeah yeah so few Although, buildings you can go into i was glad that they actually redeemed uh diamond pearl and platinum in what way so in diamond pearl and platinum there's a trade where you get a haunter oh i but gotta find ha- all those people who do trades i haven't done any of them yet. well there's an npc in uh diamond pearl and platinum and They'll trade. I think it's like a Metacham for a Haunter, and you get the Haunter, and you're getting ready for it to evolve, but it's holding an Everstone. That's so rude. <laughs> so, in Scarlet and Violet, uh-huh. there's an NPC who wants a Pin Urchin, uh-huh. and they will trade you a Haunter, and it evolves into a Gengar. I'm shocked you did it. I'm I'm shocked you weren't like I don't trust you. I don't oh, trust I, you. I've been through this I, before. I already knew that it was okay because oh, okay. I I was just on my phone and I saw like a news article pop up saying, oh, hi, Lila. Ooh, we Sorry. have a cat. Yes, my cat. Um, And so the news article was like, uh, Pokemon finally redeems itself after so many years Amazing. Of, of backlash. <laughs> of just punking like, everybody. Yep. Rude. Yep. That's great. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I, I yeah. still need to uh I'm I'm almost certainly gonna just have to use a guide for this, but since I basically skipped every trainer in the game, mm-hmm. I gotta go back and find everybody and it's gonna be awful. That's another thing. Like there's so many trainers out there, like I have to battle but do you get anything for battling every single trainer? Um, when you for each region that has the guy who's like right. have you been battling? I believe he gives you battle items that are relatively hard to find elsewhere. I yeah, I think I think one I remember, of them's like a King's Rock, which I think is a pretty tough thing to find. I just bought mine. I can't. Where are people buying them? I can't find it. There was. <laughs> it's one of the Deli Bird shops. I, uh, I can't. I finally got one, so I'll be able to get my yeah. Slow King. But like, where yeah. is everybody finding them? One of the Deli Bird shops. I bought a Slow. Uh, I bought the King's Rock and I bought the metal coat. And then I, I did found, find the metal coat. Luckily, yeah. So I didn't online trade where you can trade a scyther for a scyther and a slowpoke for a slowpoke oh perfect yeah they put the codes in you just have to make sure you check the summary of the other person's pokemon because they may not have equipped there's people out there who would actually do that so i always made sure to check the summary just to make yeah for sure for sure (laughs) but what's i thought was crazy was like when i'm doing all these trades for like trying to get the scarlet exclusive stuff there's so many more Violet players. 
There are, like for real. I'm I'm I, so glad I chose Scarlet. <laughs> I actually wish I had chosen Scarlet just because like doing the trades, like I I think I spent like thirty minutes to an hour just trying to trade my Hydragon robot thing mm. for a mischievous pass form thing, and I'm just yeah. like, Oh my god, where are the Scarlet players? There just aren't very many of us, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it is pretty pretty incredible. I, I don't know if there's a breakdown out there somewhere. I don't know if they've told us which version sold how much of each, but like it's very clear that way more people are playing Violet. Even just when I look on my own Switch friends list, it's like honestly mm-hmm. three to one Violet to Scarlet. It's it's wild. Yeah. Well, is there anything left on the table that you want to chat about oh. with regards to Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet? Nah, I think I got it all out of my system. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm glad you joined me, especially since the first time we talked about this, we were limited in what we yeah. could say because we weren't doing yeah. spoilers. It's an AI, everybody. The professor's dead, everybody. <laughs> Arvin's dog doesn't die, everybody. Oh. So all the spoilers you could ever want. Oh my gosh, I love the TikToks of people like, all right, gonna go challenge the gyms after doing the second uh, Titan raid. Nope, we're gonna go battle all the Titans to save the dog. (laughs) I didn't see those, but I I believe it. (laughs) How dare you stress us out like this? (laughs) But I'm glad you were able to to jump back in for this. Um, If people want to find you, uh, should they? And if they would like, where should they? You guys can find me on Twitter at Deadpool underscore Ranger. I'm on there sometimes. <laughs> Decreasingly for the both of us. Uh, yeah. Pretty rapidly, I think. Yeah. <laughs> My Twitter is now fully annoying. It is almost exclusively just posting shinies, I find. Um, yes, it's very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I've become that person. Um, nah, nah, and I'm I don't apologize. <laughs> I'm happy for you. Man. I've, I've, it's, it's wild. I, I think I found maybe like three shiny Pokemon in my entire life, and it was like a love mm-hmm. disc, which we famously know about, the Alolan mm-hmm. Diglett, which we also know about, and then like a random Obama Snow, like in mm-hmm. Sword and Shield. Yeah, that's it. And this game is just like littered. So, anyway. Uh, if you like what I'm doing here on Victory Road, you can find more of what I'm doing on Twitter at IckyBooley, I-C-K-Y-B-O-O-L-E-Y, or on my other podcast, Walloping Web Snappers, a Spider-Man podcast, Falling with Style, a Pixar podcast, and Novel Gaming, a podcast about books, video games, and other pop culture. For information on this show, be sure to find us on social media at Victory Road Pod. And if there's anything in the world of Pokemon you'd like for us to talk about, you've got like four episodes to make a suggestion. <laughs> so you better make that suggestion. <laughs> Until next time, I am headed back to the Paldea region to become a shiny hunter against all of my better instincts. Bye! Bye!